Welcome to Living the Good Life Podcast, where we bring you messages, thoughts, and advice for living the good life. Today's message is brought to us by Brother Larry Dishman. I'm going to ask you to turn to Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. I'm going to begin reading at verse number 24. And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him. A certain woman which had an issue of blood twelve years suffered many things of many physicians and spent all that she had and was nothing bettered but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. Straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? The disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. He said unto her, Daughter, Thy faith have made thee whole, go in peace and be whole of the plague. My message deals with the subject. Do you have issues? All the time I hear people say, she's got issues. He's got issues. Guess what? We all got issues. The woman in this instance had a very long medical problem. Twelve long years, she endured the slow hemorrhage that would not stop and could not be stopped. You know, twelve years is a long time to be sick, especially with the problems she had. And she kept getting worse. You know, when you ignore issues, you end up with more issues. Amen? Some of God's children today are discouraged and defeated because of issues. You've tried everything in your power to get help and to get over your issues, but you still got issues. You've read all the books, you've listened to all the preachers, you've gotten all the best resources you could find, but you're kind of like this lady. You still got issues. Well, Brenda, that's you. I want you to keep on listening because as we find out how this lady got help with her issues. I believe we can find out how we can get help from our issues. She heard about Jesus, didn't she? We need to let people know about Jesus. Amen. I believe God can take care of the issues that we have. Whatever she heard, I don't really know exactly what she was told and who told her what, but whatever she heard, it was enough to spark faith in her heart. She thought if I can just touch his clothes, I don't have to touch his hand. I don't have to touch his face. If I just touch his clothes, if I just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. Are people hearing about Jesus because of you? We ought to be telling people about Jesus. Because Romans 10, 17, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. She didn't need a treatment. She needed a touch. Amen. I like the fact that she was so persistent. Most people would just accept their condition 
as unfortunate after 12 years, most people just give up and say, well, it's something I'm just going to have to live with, but not her. Her persistence indicated that she was an unusual person because she wouldn't give up. She was determined. And for her and her condition, it was no simple task to get to Jesus. Wonder how long, how hard it was for her to get through the crowd in her weakened condition and touch the hem of his garment, but she was determined. She was unusual because after 12 years of failure, she still believed that Jesus could help her. Amen. She was broke. It'd been easy to give up. It'd been easy to become a pessimist. It'd be easy to say whoever told her about Jesus, it'd be easy to say, now don't get my hopes up. I've had my hopes up time and time again and nothing's worked out yet. She could have said, I had no desire to get excited again and then get disappointed. But because of these qualities, thank God she succeeded. I don't think she would have been healed without a determination, without her courage, without her attitude, her motive, and her faith. Had she not had these qualities, she would probably died a sick person. But thank God she touched him. Amen. According to the law, her touch could have made Jesus unclean. But thank God because he was the son of God, his power of healing overcame her uncleanness. Our Lord Jesus was not ashamed to be touched by the untouchable. And he was not embarrassed to be publicly identified with the outcast of this world. There's not a moment's hesitation on Jesus' part. As a result, she was healed instantly. Then immediately in that instance, she received what none of the doctors could give her with the costly, painful remedies. Amen. She was healed in an instant of time. Instantly, she felt the change in her body and she knew, I'm a different woman. I'm healed. Instantly. She only touched him of his garment to his side. She stole amid the crowd gathered around him and straightway she was whole. Then the thing you notice, Jesus' reaction. He's immediately aware that virtue has gone out of him. Power has gone out of him. He knew it the moment that he happened and he said, who touched me? Can you imagine how that question sounded with the multitude thronging him? There's many, many people probably touching him at that very same time. And that was what they said. Lord, you asked a question like this, who touched you? We're all touching you. Everybody's touching you. He said, no, but somebody touched me by faith. Amen. Jesus got the response that he wanted. She came about down before him. She told him all the truth. This is a time of a public acknowledgement of what had happened in her heart. She was different. She wasn't ashamed to let people know. She told him all the truth. That's what it takes to get help, right? Telling God all the truth. Being honest about her situation. Amen. Go in peace. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. He's still got the power to take care of the issues that we might have. Amen. I believe Jesus was the most sensitive man in the history of this world. No one ever cared for people like Jesus cared. No one ever gave of himself 
like Jesus did. No one ever felt the pain of others like Jesus did. If it's pain that you've got, he feels the pain. If it's sorrow that you have, he feels the sorrow. If you're suffering from rejection, he feels the rejection. If you're suffering from loss, he feels the loss. If you're suffering from failure, he feels the failure. Whatever is hurting you right now, it hurts him. If it touches you, it touches him. That's what the Hebrew writer was trying to say in the fourth chapter, verse number 15. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmity, but was at all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Thank God it's so tonight. If it hurts you, it hurts him. If it matters to you, the song says, it matters to the master. How about the issue that you've got? If it matters to you, does it matter to you? Then it matters to the master. But this lady, all the other people are touching, they didn't receive anything, but she expected to receive something. And she got help. The physical act of touching Jesus was the same for everyone. But the Lord's power will not benefit a person unless the person has confidence in the Lord's power. She had confidence in the Lord's power. Then the next thing that I love that he said, he said, daughter, amen. Notice, he calls her daughter. This signifies that she's in a different relationship. Amen, you see, she got more than just physical healing that day. All of her adult life, she had been an outcast. She had been a nobody dwelling in isolation and loneliness. But now she hears she's been taken in by God. Daughter, her faith had brought her into a soul-saving relationship with Jesus Christ. And he said, be thou made whole. That was his familiar words in the gospels. Be thou made whole. Amen. Not halfway whole, but be thou made whole. Amen. He don't do no halfway job. What he does is good and complete. Amen. You never read where he opened up one eye and said, come back in three weeks and I'll get the other one. You never read where he touched one leg and said, come back later and I'll do the other one. Amen. You never read where he cast out part of the devils and said, come back later and I'll know what he does. He does right. They said, go in peace. John 14, 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not take everything to God in prayer. If we are not careful, our issues will hinder our peace. I believe God who controls the path of every atom and every molecule in this universe has time for you and I when we call upon his name. Don't fear that he doesn't care. Her battle with this dread disease was forever finished. Just like the woman, when she came to Jesus, she got far more than she bargained for. She received a brand new life from the Lord. And you notice Jesus didn't ask for money for his services. What he did, he did freely and out of grace. Frequently believers see a situation and fail to pray, seek help, tell anyone about it. 
and the list goes on. I believe our world is filled with people like this sick woman. They may have their physical afflictions, but the real disease is the disease of the soul, the disease of the heart. And all they need for their healing is to get to Jesus. Now you might say, none of us has the issue of blood. No, but you got issues. I got them, you got them, we all got them. Issues come from different places, points of our life. Some people wear their issues like a t-shirt so everyone can see them. Others conceal their issues, hiding them. What are you doing about your issues? What are some of the great issues we face today? I want you to say it with me. I've got issues. Say it. I've got issues. Listen, people in the Bible had issues. For the sake of time, I'm not going to do it, but I got a long list of people in the Bible that had issues. Now, before we get into some of the issues that people have, we'd like to discuss something. And that is, does God care about the issues that we have? I believe he does. First Peter 5, 7, casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. I believe that God cares about the issues that you have. Whatever you're struggling with is your issue and God cares. Some of us have physical issues. Some have financial issues. Some folks have emotional issues. Someone in your family that's abusive. Maybe you got an issue with somebody at school. You got an issue with somebody on the job. You got an issue with envy. You got an issue with pride. The Bible says if a man think himself to be something, when he's nothing, he deceived within his own self. Let another man praise thee, not thine own mouth. A stranger, not thine own lips. Maybe you got an issue forgiving someone. Maybe someone did you wrong. Maybe someone hurt you and you're really battling an issue with forgiveness. Some folks have an issue with bitterness because somebody hurt them and somebody said something and somebody did something and it's caused unforgiveness and now that unforgiveness has turned into bitterness. Hebrews 12, 15, looking diligently lest any man fail the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness bring it up, trouble you and thereby many be defiled. Maybe because of this you got an issue because you're holding a grudge. Maybe you got an issue with doubt, unbelief. Got an issue with grief, with rejection, with loneliness. Got an issue with anger. Got an issue with the standard. Got an issue with depression. There's a lot of issues. A lot of these things become larger and larger in our lives because we ignore them. Because we don't deal with them. This lady went on for 12 years with an issue. How long have you had your issue? 
Maybe it's something you have to keep praying about. Maybe it's something you ask forgiveness for and you thought you had victory and then finally you found out after so long you didn't have victory and you had to go back again and say, God, forgive me, help me. And then you really thought you had the victory, but time proved out that you didn't really have the victory. How long have you had that issue? What is it that you got to keep coming back and asking God to forgive you for? That's your issue. What are your issues? What is it that defines you, that drives you, that devastates you? What is it that you think about when you get up in the morning, that you think about throughout the day? The last thing on your mind at night, is it your issue? I believe right now everyone that hears me, you know what your issue is, don't you? Issues are not all sinful, but it's things we need help with. Something that we fret over. Something that needs to be dealt with. I want you to notice something. She was totally defined by her issue. Do you know what her name was? We don't know. She was defined by her issue. Amen. What was it? The woman with the issue blood. And 2,000 years later, we do not know what her name is. But we all know. When someone says, the lady in the Bible with the issue of blood, we all know who it's talking about. I wonder if there's any of us here that's being defined by our issue. That's the boy whose dad beat him. That's the couple that got divorced. That's the girl that had an abortion. That's the guy that tried to commit suicide. That's the preacher who failed morally. That's the young woman that's got a bad attitude. Do you know what? It's possible some of us, we've had this issue so long that that's how we're being referred to. So our current issues can define us. Amen. Our attitude, our actions, the way we talk, the way we behave, and the way we believe. And guess what else? Her issue disqualified her because she could not worship. She wasn't allowed to enter the temple to pursue a closer walk with God because of her state. She couldn't enter into relationship. She wasn't allowed to have a relationship with her husband if she had a husband. She wasn't allowed to have a relationship with her children if she had children. She couldn't hold her grandchildren. She was disqualified. Leviticus 15, 25, and if a woman have an issue of her blood many days out of time of her separation or it run beyond the time of her separation, all the days of the issue of her uncleanness shall be as days of her separation. She shall be unclean and every bed wherein she lieth and all the days of her issue shall be unto her as a bed of her separation and whatsoever she setteth upon shall be unclean as the uncleanness of her separation and whosoever toucheth those things that shall be unclean shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. This verse declares that everything and everyone she touched would be unclean. She was cut off from God. She was cut off from man. She was cut off from meaningful relationships. She was disqualified by her issues. 
I know people sit in churches and everybody's raising their hand, but they don't feel like they can raise their hand because of the issues that they've got, the things they're going through. They said, Brother Larry, I can't serve because of this issue. I can't help with an outreach in my congregation. I can't help with the youth. I can't pray for you, but I can't minister. I can't sing in the choir. I can't sing specials. I can't impact anyone. I can't do anything for God. I can't do anything for man because I've got issues. This thing that happened to me has disqualified me. I'm unable to fulfill my destiny because of my current issues. I'm cut off. Are you allowing the thing that happened to you to disqualify you. The word says she tried everything. I, I don't think she could forget about her issues. Imagine with me, if you will, for 12 long years, for 4,380 days, she got up every morning with an issue. Her issue consumed her daily life. It was all she could think about. Amen. She couldn't get it out of her mind. She couldn't escape it while others was relaxing and laughing and joking and playing games. See, she couldn't do that because she had an issue. While other women were rocking their babies or rocking their grandchildren, she couldn't do it because she had issues. Amen. While other ladies sat around and talked about the weather, she was off by herself. While others was shopping at the market, not her because her issues. Others have their hand up rejoicing, but she can't rejoice. He can't rejoice because he knows the problems that he has. He knows his issues. Others might be shouting and glorifying God, but she could, he could if he just didn't have the issues that he's got. While others are around the altar praying and getting a breakthrough, he thinks, she thinks, I'd like to have a breakthrough like that, but I can't because of my issue. While others are fulfilling their destiny, they just can't quit thinking about their issues. 24-7, it invades their thinking. How can I get out of this? How can I be free from this? You're driven by your issues. Maybe you got an issue with a besetting sin. Something has devastated you. You're tired, you fasted, you prayed, you read, you pursued. Our issues can cost us our energy. It can cost us our resources. It can cost us our dignity. Are you ashamed that you're still dealing with the issue? You don't want to be noticed any longer? I know of people, their issue has cost them everything. They're devastated. They're at wit's end corner because of issues. But thank God, she came to the conclusion she was so desperate that she's going to do whatever it took to get her issue resolved. Thank God. She said, I'm not going on this way. I'm going to get this issue taken care of. And what'd she do? She pushed past the shame. She pushed past man's protocol. She pushed past the unbelief. Amen. She said, I'm not going to let anything stand in my way. Her desperation drove her to the divine. Are you tired of being defined by your issue? 
Are you tired of being disqualified because of your issue? Become desperate in your spirit. Come to the place where everything within you cries out, I've got to get to Jesus and get this issue taken care of. She was so desperate, she pushed through the crowd of men and got to Jesus Christ. So desperate that it necessary, she said, I'll run to touch him, amen. Yes, she forgot men's protocol. She ran headlong into the divine. Touch him. Your issues can be solved. Now I want to be honest. If you need salvation, he will save you. And you meet the conditions. Amen. You reach out by faith and touch his garment. You'll take care of it. And I believe a lot of the issues that maybe we got can be dealt with. But I've got to be honest with you, that don't mean if we pray about an issue that it's going to disappear. Because there's some things God wants us to go through it, right? Somebody said, well, what's the use of coming and talking about it? If you can't promise me that God's going to deliver me from my issue, there's no use in coming. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Even if God doesn't remove the issue, he'll give you grace to go on. And sometimes that's what we need. Amen. Because God's will is to take us through things so we'll grow, so we'll mature. And when we come to the place that we feel that we can't go on any further, he sends a shipment of grace to take us on. But what I want to know, are you desperate? She was desperate. Holy desperation is the door to God's greatest blessings. Read the word of God. You'll find that's true. Amen. Those who proved him best in the scriptures are those that came to the end of everything else. And they had no place else to go. There's those today who need to reach out and touch Jesus. You need a transformation in your life. And God is the one that can transform. I plead with you to do as this lady did. Let nothing hinder you from coming to Jesus with your issue. I've discovered that the best kept secret for overcoming our issues is a personal encounter with God himself. God knows what you're going through and God knows how to help us. There's been times in my life things were pretty dark and I didn't hardly know which way to turn and I found myself at an altar of prayer and I got up from the altar and I still had the same situation. I still had the same issue, but I had a different outlook. Amen. God can give us a different outlook. So why should we carry our issue one more day without talking to God about it? Why should we fight this battle one more minute when we can get help with our issues? God loves you. God knows about your issues. He knows what you're going through. But what peace we often forfeit. What needless pain we bear because we don't bring our issues to him in prayer. Where men failed, Christ succeeded. Friend, I don't know where you are in your journey, but I do know that the path of grace has brought you to the crossroads Do you have issues 
that you failed to seek God's help for. Don't think you can resolve your issues on your own. I believe that the great physician is here. Amen. Get to Jesus. Thank you for listening. If you found this message helpful, please share this episode with your friends on Facebook, Messenger, or your favorite social media. If you have questions or suggestions, please message us on Facebook by searching Living the Good Life Show. A big thank you to Sister Rachel Fowler for all of her editing expertise. Until next time, keep living the good life.